The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. Kansas City Chiefs took the practice field on Wednesday to begin their preparation, or continue, I should say, their preparation on a weird week, Thanksgiving week, for Sunday's contest against the Los Angeles Rams. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, linebacker Nick Bolton, and offensive guard Trey Smith. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Nick Bolton and Trey Smith. Here's Andy Reid. Um, as far as the guys that won't practice today, uh, Tooney won't practice with his ankle. Um, it is getting better, and but he won't practice today. And then uh, Kadarius won't practice with the hamstring. Um, everybody else is scheduled to practice. Uh, we made some moves here, so Clyde goes on to IR, um, and then with a he's got a pretty good high ankle sprain there, so uh, he'll be on IR. And then um, you saw where we brought Blanton back to the practice squad. We put Jordan Franks um, on the practice squad injured uh, list. He's got a broken hand that happened in practice. And then Yang was activated to the 53. All right, so a couple, a couple of moves there uh, took place. We look forward to playing the challenge of playing the Rams, and um, we know, listen, we know they're a good football team, talented. They've had a couple of injuries here and there, but they're well coached, and um, they're a good football team. So <clears throat> we've got to have a good week of practice starting today and uh, uh, make sure that we cover all the base on a little bit different week because of Thanksgiving. We, we shortened down tomorrow. Uh, a bit so um, so the fellows can enjoy their family and friends uh, for Thanksgiving uh, and then happy Thanksgiving so I don't forget happy Thanksgiving to you and and uh, the fans so all right with that time Jerry yeah, he's got yeah thank you I think he has to for it to be official has to go through a practice so he'll go through that he is feeling he is feeling better. Andy, there's a lot of season left. And, and I don't know how much you play this game going into a season, but are you at all, would, would Andy Reid and August have been surprised by what, what you've seen your team do to this stage of the season? Yeah, well, there were, listen, there were some unknowns because we hadn't been through games with some of the guys. Um, but as it went on, I could see 
uh, we continue to prove like we were that we would be okay. Um, seems like every game's a battle, but that's this league right now. There are more games determined by one score or less, uh, you know, that, than um, than any year in the history of the game. So I mean, we uh, that's the way it is. But uh, I'm I'm pleased. But like you said, by the most important thing there is we got a lot of season left. And one of those things, when you have so many close games, I mean, sometimes you can feel like that's a sign of vulnerability. But obviously, the more you do it, the more you seem to flex that muscle. I mean, it, it, does that start to become a thing where you're it's ingrained in you with, with this particular team? Well, I, listen, I mean, they expect to do well. I mean, that's a, a – but they, there's another group over there that thinks the same way. And so on the other side of the ball that – uh, they think they're going to do well, so you, you've got to you've got to go through the whole process of what we're doing right now to get ready for the Rams. You got to go through the whole process um, today, tomorrow, and up to the game, and and then uh, then you have to have the energy to go play. And the, you know it's an emotional sport, so the emotional part of it and narrow some of those human errors that take place. Because I wanted to uh, check on uh, Thornhill. Is, he's working today. Yeah, so Thornhill um, is going to work. We're going to see, but he, you know, he thought he would be able to get some stuff done there. Conversely, with the Rams, you know, coming off the Super Bowl and now they're three and seven. Um, you guys have always been able to avoid the couple Super Bowls you had not having to hang over and have a good season. Just what do you see out of the Rams? That's just it's you know it's because it's not the game that many people expect at the beginning of the year that this would be. Yeah, well, they, they've had. Change to the team, and then um, in injuries. You know, that's uh, those things happen. So, and that's not something they planned on on happening, right? So, um, but that's that's kind of what I see. What you know, with where they're at. That, but at the same time, 99, 54, <laughs> five. I mean, all their these guys haven't changed, and their quarter, you know, their quarterback is banged up. But whether he plays or doesn't play. He, They've got good backups there. They've got good receivers and O line. So, you know, you gotta get yourself ready. And, uh, Lucas's injury was pretty significant. It occurred earlier this year. This calendar year. Um, what does it say about his sort of rehab? And yeah. what did you figure out? What did you feel like you guys figured out that helped him maybe get back sooner rather than later? Yeah, listen, he worked his tail off, um, and then he lost some weight, which. Coming off a leg injury, that that's important. Um, you know, so he. he um, I, but I just tell you, his, his his work ethic is, you know, something that got him to this point. I'm working with our trainers, uh, that, that helps, too. They they do a good job with with the rehab part. We haven't talked to Lucas yet, but do you have like a idea of how much weight he he lost over over this time period? Um. Couple Twinkies worth. <laughs> I don't know exactly. Yeah, I do, but I'm not going to put it out there. Yeah, but enough to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Coach, I, know these, I know these questions kind of drive you crazy, but I think by my count, it's 24 in a row that you guys have won in November and December. What can you put your finger on? Is there something about you know the process that you're doing right now, or anything about this team in particular that just makes them so good this time of year? Yeah, listen. I think we have we have good players, good locker room. Um, Coaches that are willing to work, and uh, you know, I mean that, that that combination normally 
does well. I mean, but it's everybody. It's not one thing we're doing. It's everybody involved. I mean, you see what Brett and his crew have done by bringing people in. They're constantly uh, replenishing and bringing, bringing guys in that can play so and help us. So that's part of it, you know, the way Clark sets up the organization for us to be able to do those things. I mean, that's that's important. So, I mean, everybody's got a piece. I can go through, um, except Ted, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> they know that. <clears throat> but it seems like Chris Jones has, you know, he's been consistently dominant for years, but he's even taken a further step this year. What have you seen from him to, that maybe has, has led to that? And again, he's another guy that's, the last couple years, has just really put in the extra time in the offseason. Um, he, he goes down, when he's not here, he goes down to Florida and busts his tail. Um, and so uh, he's got, he's in really good shape. Uh, he comes to camp in good shape. That's, that's not necessarily how it was when he was young, younger. He, he was quite a bit bigger than what he, heavier than what he is now. Um, but he's, he's always in the weight room now. He's always running and doing his stuff there, so conditioning-wise. Coach, with Edward Delaire now on injured reserve, opportunity knocks for Ronald Jones. Sure. What do you need to see out of him these next three practices before determining if he's up on Sunday? Yeah, just uh, really, it's just an opportunity to get in and and, and work uh, literally. So he, he uh, and there's a chance he has a, he has a chance to play. So um, I mean, legitimate chance, Harvey. So. Uh, but within that, he's got to make sure he has all the protections down and the, and the timing of the runs. I mean, those are things we'll look at. Uh, but he's been working at it, and I don't think he should have a problem with that. Um, you guys have mentioned so. the patience for Isaiah Pacheco. Have you seen progress, especially these last two games, in him kind of? I thought more of this last game. Yeah. Um, I thought he really handled himself well. And, um, you know, it did show that for sure. Andy, Probably not a lot of teams playing four rookies in the secondary. Do you credit what you've seen from the production to the system and the guys you brought in? What, what do you sort of look at there? Yeah, well, um, good players. So, again, part of that's Brett bringing in these guys, doing his homework, uh, his whole crew. Um, and then, you know, Dave does a nice job with them, Merritt. Um, Donald does a nice job with the safeties there. Uh, Spags is, you know, that's kind of his baby that sec the secondary is. So he, he sees it and works with those guys. He'll take an individual guy while David's doing, uh, and, and Donald are doing the bunch. He'll grab one guy and go work with him. So um, they're, they're getting a, the attention they need as long as they retain what they're being taught. But they, they, they seem to be... Uh, hardworking, and most of all, I, I think that it's a smart group. They, they kind of get it, and um, and that that's that's helped them. Not not to slide any other position, but do you feel like that's one of the hardest positions to make that transition to the NFL as a rookie and play play right away? Now there's listen. There's a lot of space that they've got to cover in techniques, um, uh, and, and then you hope they learn. Like we we saw. We've seen it with, with 23, Williams, the whole season. Something happens, and he fixes that issue. Um, so he's diligent about it and works on it at practice. Um, he had another great experience uh, the, the other day where 13, seasoned veteran gets him, and, um, and then you know, he can, he'll learn from that. And 
35 is going through the same thing. He's, you know, Watson's the same same thing. He beat on a slant. He'll learn how to take care of that or a, or a shallow cross route. And all these things, these guys, they're they're able to. Okay, you got me once, but you're not going to get me the next time. I'm going to learn from this, which is a tribute to the kids and and you know their their attention to the detail there. Last one, Matt. Uh, Coach, the Leafs doing quite a bit to recognize and celebrate John Madden tomorrow and yeah. this weekend. Uh, what do you think about Madden and Thanksgiving? What do you think about him? What did he mean to you? Yeah, uh, Turduncan. I mean, you think about Turduncan. <laughs> I still have my Turduncan in the freezer in tribute to him. I'm debating on stuffing it. So, my, you know, he was my guy. I mean, I, you know, I, I appreciate everything he did for me. You know, for me and um, just a good, good human being and for the game. I mean, think of what he did for for football. For our jobs in here, right? You, the things you guys do for TV, I mean, it's phenomenal. All the, uh, the change you did, and then as a coach, you Hall of Fame coach. So, great right. job. <coughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just most thankful for the people around me, uh, for my family, to my teammates, um, and everyone that's helped me get to where I'm at today, uh, those people um, I'll be thankful for every day, not just on Thanksgiving, but every single day that, uh, that I'm alive. Are you thankful then you're going to have Juju back potentially? Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, for sure. I mean, uh, to get a, a dynamic playmaker back, um, hopefully everything goes good with the protocol and everything like that, and he's healthy and ready to go. And um, But just to have that energy on the sideline again, um, he's a, obviously a great, a great player but a great teammate, so uh, you always want to get those guys back in the huddle. Yeah, I mean, it was big. I mean, uh, just confidence booster. Um, he's someone who puts in the work every day, and um, we have a lot of guys in that receiving room, so the ball gets spread out a ton, and he hasn't got the, the numbers that I think uh, we thought he was going to have going into this season. Um, and so for him to make big catches and big moments in a big game, um, it shows that all that hard work that he puts in every single day is paying off, and uh, he's someone that will be a contributor to this team for a long time. Patrick, uh, Eric, you mentioned Aaron Donald was like Steph Curry. Uh, you know, do you, do you see that out of him? I mean, I know the Rams are having a disappointing year, but overall, just what do you see from that Rams defense? Because they still have some talent out there. Despite oh, um, yeah, I mean, they have a ton of talent. I mean, they, they're still a, a great defense. I mean, I watch them in all the games they've played this year, and, and they've done a great job. And so uh, they have playmakers everywhere. I mean, obviously, 99, uh, he strip-sacked me last time twice um, when we played him. So we got to make sure account, we account for him every single time. Um, that he's on the field, which is like every play. So you have to have a good good game plan for him. Uh, they got five and Ramsey, who's a great player. They got 54. I mean, you could just go down the list. They have great players all throughout that defense. And so uh, it'll be a great challenge for us as an offense. And we have to go out there and execute at a high level and try to limit our mistakes because they capitalize on those. Patrick, even in your short time in the league, you've seen most teams have a little bit of a lot of fluctuation in how they do season by season. You guys have been able to keep a pretty good arc. I, I was just wondering what you think about when you think about um, your ability to do that through the years so far. Yeah, I mean, in, in this league, every everybody can beat everybody. I know everybody says that, but I mean, I, I truly believe it. I mean, every week, if you don't bring your best game, you can lose. You can lose the football game. Um, and so, uh, for us, we try to just maintain getting better every day. I mean, we I preach it all the time. Eb preaches it. Coach Reed preaches it. Is how can you make yourself better today? Uh, to impact yourself for the game. And so that's what we've done. And if you focus on that, you can just continue to get better and better as seasons go on um, and then try to find ways to win football games kind of like we did this last week. Do you feel like that is a sort of consistent thing you say over like even the last five years? I mean, it, it, that's 
part of the DNA of what, your success or anything particularly else you would point to about the organization? Or? Yeah, no, that, that for sure. I mean, it, it starts off at the top. And I think uh, if, you, if you look at our organization, everybody comes to work uh, with, the, with the mindset of how can they make themselves better to make this organization better. Um, and so uh, Coach Reed, he's created that culture, the coaching staff, the players, everybody. I mean, everybody that's in this building is trying to do whatever they can every day to make this whole entire building better. Patrick, you pushed the ball down the field a lot more on Sunday. I just wonder if that's what you saw defensively, if that was a point of emphasis for you. Um, I think it was just they, they came up and, and they challenged us. Um, they, they played man coverage. Even when they were playing zones, they, they, they pressed their corners and tried to make sure that they were challenging us at the line of scrimmage. And it gave us opportunities to make some plays downfield. And, uh, I mean, that's something that I've always want to do is throw the ball deep and give guys chances to make plays. And so uh, I, I've learned to be patient and kind of take the stuff over the, the middle and the shorter passes. But uh, if I have the opportunity to, to go for the deep shot, I, I'm going to make sure I, I maximize it. I don't get a lot of those anymore. Have you seen or maybe been waiting because you have been effective being patient? Have you sort of been waiting for maybe it to reverse back in that Yeah, I mean, I think it's as the last few games, people have kind of be, played more man coverage and came up and, and been more physical with our receivers at the line of scrimmage. And it's a, it's a tribute to them. They're winning. They're getting downfield. They're winning on their routes um, and giving me a chance to make some throws and let them make plays. And so uh, um, I think it started maybe the Titans game or the Raiders game, kind of one of those games where they started playing more and more man coverage. And the, uh, the Chargers did a good job of it for the most part, um, but we uh, were able to make enough plays at the end of the game to, to win it. Um, it, it hasn't. I mean, obviously, when you first get there, you don't. I mean, like I, I, I hit the receivers that I knew, and then Justin Watts. I knew we had signed them, but I just kind of texted them and told them to come down. And you see it. You saw it the first day in Texas. You can see the how he ran routes, how fast he was. Um, I knew he had a chance to to make the team at that time. Um, but we had a lot of competition in that room, and I think. Uh, it kind of made him even better with the competition, and he, he he accepted the challenge. He was helping other guys. He was he was getting reps in whenever he could in training camp. Uh, if the guy went down, he was the first guy to hop up. Um, and uh, I think that just that's proven to be why he's had so much success this season. Is whenever guys have went down or he's had to hop in for a rep, he makes the most of it. Um, and you have to have those guys because uh, when we have situations like we had this last game, um, he can be that guy to step up and make a lot of big plays for us. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing is you got to rely on your coaches and your the guys around you. Uh, I mean, that's 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 the biggest thing that I remember is um, obviously you're going into a new environment. Um, I mean, he's playing at Arrowhead. I, I was playing, I think, at Mile High in my first start. Uh, you're going to a new environment. It's going to be a tough challenge for you. But how can you rely on what your coaches have taught you, your fundamentals, and uh, your teammates around you to to bring the best out of you? You've won 25 games in a row now, the team, or in the November December games over the last few years. What is it about this time of year that I think it's just we continue just to get better as the season goes on. I mean, at the beginning of the year, you're trying to find out who you are. Um, you're trying to find out what are your best plays, what, what do you want to go to in those go-to moments. And as the season goes on, you figure that stuff out. Um, and then uh, the practice gets easier. So, uh, Coach Reed, that might, that might be it. I don't know. <laughs> Finger on anything? Is there anything that's set at halftime, or what is it where you guys flip that switch and come out and pull it 
Yeah, I think guys, we make adjustments. Uh, the coach staff, the coaching staff comes in. We make adjustments at halftime. Uh, we try to execute those things. We see the defense is doing uh, against us as offense, and then the same vice versa with the offense uh, is doing against our defense. And I think we do a great job of making adjustments, executing those, and guys have the mentality of we're going to find a way. Um, and so uh, you have to be a great second half team in this league in order to win games. Every game's close in this league. I think everybody knows that. Um, but uh, hopefully we can try to get some leads going into halftime and make it a little easier on ourselves. That would help. Patrick, just to follow up on the practice getting easier, I mean, Andy's known for a brutal camp, and there are definitely some miserable days. Do you get the sense that guys enjoy coming to the building a little bit more, in a sense, later in the year just because of it being a little bit looser? I think uh, guys, I think the camp that Coach Reed has, has is so it helps us so much as the season goes on because we've been through those adverse moments where you're tired, uh, your body's hurting, and you got to go out there and still execute. Um, at a high level, and so it prepares you for games when you're in those situations. And so our, the practices slim down as the season goes on, um, but you've built up that cinema of you, you know you can put in that work and, and be at the top of your game. And so um, I always told, I told those new receivers especially, I was like, get through training camp and you'll be ready to go for the entire season. Um, and I think they, they understand that now, and they understand why we did what we did in training camp to prepare them to be in those moments in the season. Go two more, go Adam and then Matt. Go ahead, Adam. With uh, the run game starting to pick up these last couple of weeks, how does that kind of help you as a quarterback? I know that you would be willing to throw the ball every time, but mm-hmm. now that you kind of have the run game picking up and as it starts to get colder, you probably do want to start running the ball a little bit more. How does that help the offense a little bit? Yeah, I think our offense is in a completely different place when we run the ball well. Um, the offensive line gets going. It helps them in not only run blocking but pass blocking as well because the defense doesn't know what to account for. Um, it helps open up play action and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, we run the football. I mean, if you look at our games, the, the games we have most success is when we run the ball well. Um, and so you want to still be who we are and throw the ball when we need to, but uh, being able to establish the run is huge um, any time of the year. I'm not really worried about the cold. I, I can throw it in the cold, I think. <laughs> uh, Patrick, the league's doing quite a bit to celebrate John Madden uh, tomorrow for Thanksgiving. So as a young player growing up, what did Madden mean to you? Yeah, and he meant a ton, man. I mean, I, I, I got Madden the video game, like right when Madden the video game became became it, which it still is. Um, and so I played it all growing up, hearing his voice. Um, I mean, it's ingrained in me now. And I watched a documentary this last year, and I'm doing the turducken this year. So I'm going to try it out. I'm, I'm not cooking it. My, I, I can't cook. But my chef's already preparing it and getting it ready to go. And I'll let you all know next week how it is. <laughs> Thank you Oh man, uh, it means a lot, uh, especially for those guys. You come in from training camp, just working every single day, trying to make those guys proud and um, just keep moving forward as a team. So uh, I'm just happy uh, that I'd be in consideration with those guys uh, across the league. Uh, there's a lot of good guys out there, a lot of good football players out there. So just being amongst those guys is special. I appreciate it very much, and I'm thankful for my teammates for that. How much has that been an emphasis lately, and what did it mean for you to kind of come through in those two spots? Yeah, uh, I don't think I've forced a turnover since I've been in the NFL. Um, so that's kind of been a point of emphasis for me. Uh, I get a lot of tackles, but I kind of want to change the game a little bit and uh, just kind of give the ball to Patrick as many times as possible. Uh, I don't think we had a take, uh, takeaway since week seven, if I believe. Uh, so that was huge for us. Uh, we kind of want to uh, create two turnovers apiece. I feel like those two turnovers kind of helped us throughout the game, and I'm um, just part of, glad that we got a win at the end. Um, again, our defensive line, uh, Intricate part in both of those turnovers, uh, creating pressures, making them kick it out. And other ones, uh, getting, getting pressure. Uh, Chris got through. Uh, maybe got the pocket uh, t- away from his throwing arm. Uh, Frank got in his face and uh, made him throw a high ball and uh, forced a turnover. So, again, the D-line's done a hell of a job. Uh, it's been special for us all year. Uh, Chris Tackle's one of the best D-tackles in football. Uh, just don't let that pass either. Nick, what are you thinking when you come down with 
Tip drill. What's going through your mind, the interception there? Oh, man, it was crazy, man. I saw the ball go up, and I'm just, production's all at the ball. Um, so just running to the ball. Uh, I actually caught it. Uh, I dropped a couple of them last year, so I was proud about that one. What did you do with the football? If I'm not mistaken, that's your first career mm -hmm. interception. So where is it? I didn't do what I did in Denver. I kept it. I ain't throw it in his hands. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely kept it. You're the first player this year to have 10 tackles, an interception, and a forced fumble in a game across the NFL. A couple years ago when you were looking forward to being a pro one day, did you imagine that this early in your career you'd be so productive? Uh, not really. Uh, I never thought that I'd come in uh, this early and just play, but I always had the confidence in myself. Um, I never thought I was the, the fifth linebacker in my class to come out. That's kind of been my mindset. Um, not really proving anybody wrong, just proving myself right. Um, every single day, I just got to put my best foot forward every day. Um, it kind of helped me be where I'm at right now, and I'm, I'm still growing. I'm still progressing, trying to get better. What happened to the ball from Denver last year? I threw it in the stands and I tried to get it back. Never, <laughs> never, nobody ever answered me, so that was that long gone. Second half performance came after his late in the second quarter. Those are the first two penalties of your NFL career. Mm -hmm. um, was that kind of a motivating factor? Anything go through your mind? Anything the coach say to you after that? Uh, so face mask penalty. Uh, you know, I was just playing hard. Uh, he's a little shorter back, and I just got my hands a little high. Uh, the second one. Oh uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty pissed off. Uh, I got the points, and um, and they scored a touchdown on both of those two plays. And I kind of put an offense in the best situation um, on the uh, kick, following kickoff. I ended up getting the ball down within the ten yard line. So um, uh, yeah, it's kind of made me upset a little bit, and uh, kind of motivated me in the second half. Nick, the secondary behind you. I mean, at one point it was like all four of you guys. You know, how mm -hmm. have you seen them? Even though you're in a different unit, but how have mm -hmm. you seen those guys just progress to the point where it's like maybe you felt you might have to cover up some things, and mm -hmm. now like okay, I trust them to do what they need to do. Yeah, I mean, those guys have been in it since, since rookies, and uh, they've been playing a lot of football for us. Uh, a lot of different guys moving in and out, different person every week kind of deal. Uh, Trent's coming back from his hamstring. He's kind of getting his confidence back. Uh, we moved him in a little bit of nickel. They're moving back to the outside. So you can kind of tell the confidence we have in him. Uh, he's going to play his two positions, um, along with Snead. And then Jay Watson comes in uh, and gets some snaps, along with uh, Jay Dub. So uh, those guys are, are going to be confident guys. Uh, they're just still uh, filling out the game a little bit. I know for myself, um, Playing in and now, not playing that much uh, every game is kind of hard to kind of get a um, feeling for the game. Um, so let's still progress and still getting better. And um, that's what so all you want to see from rookies at this point of the year. Uh, we're just now hitting Thanksgiving, baby. Best part of football. So uh, nothing really matters uh, before this. It's about how you do in November, the end of it, into December. So uh, we'll decide to see what we got for those guys. Right. Well, one last question on the ball. Mm -hmm. Do you have a plan for it? Are you going to display it or give it to your family? Or do, is there anything that you know what you're going to do? I'm, just, I'm definitely just playing. It's going in, uh, in my office area with the rest of my football stuff for sure. Uh, Nick. Thanksgiving week, what are you most thankful for? Oh, man, my family, uh, by far. I'm uh, thankful for health, um, my family's health, uh, people being around, support staff, um, teammates, coaches. Uh, everybody's giving me confidence to go out there and play football. I play the best sport in America, so I'm thankful for that for sure. Your alma mater is getting pretty close to uh, potentially clinching a bowl berth. Mm -hmm. Any special message for uh, Mizzou? Uh, beat the pigs, baby. <laughs> beat the pigs. Thanks, everyone. Hey, hey, Nick, you mentioned November and December games. Uh -huh. This team's won 25 in a row, mm -hmm. December, December. Is this a special focus? Do you guys talk about that? And, you know, just, you know, just um, I don't think necessarily we talk about the, the streak of 25 games. But we understand that good teams, uh, they kind of catch stride in this, this part of the year. Um, that's kind of the teams that kind of take over in playoffs. And so uh, we understand that we've got to keep getting better every single week so we can put ourselves in position for playoffs. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you.
How y'all doing? Good. Trey, we kind of lose our eyes once training camp is over. You got to see Lucas Niang work his way back, you know, as the years gone on. If, if you could just kind of, you know, open, open up and see, tell us just how he's gone through that process and how he looks now. Yeah, uh, Lucas has handled injury extremely well. I mean, uh, just coming to work every day, watching him in the training room, remaining positive throughout the situation. Uh, he's putting in a lot of work. Uh, he's still putting in a lot of work, recovering and doing the things he needs to do to get back onto the field. But it's been really encouraging uh, just seeing his progress and how positive he's remained. How fired up was he a couple weeks ago when he finally got to take the, the field? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, anytime you get good news, you're going to be excited. So it, ultimately, it's a blessing to be able to play the game and, you know, just excited about him and his development. Trey, for you, you know, being that your second year, you start to see more and more different defenses, different looks for everybody. How comfortable have you gotten over the course of your, you know, two-year, one-and-a-half-year career, really, where you're starting to see things more often, know what to do, and then your knowledge is just getting on the football field? Yeah, uh, definitely a year-two jump. Can just expect a lot of different things. Uh, it's really a testament to my coaching with uh, Andy Heck, Corey Matei, and just the work they put in and, like, make sure we're ready to go. Um, definitely some things I still need to work on, a couple recognition things, but it's definitely a lot more comfortable. You can anticipate things a lot better. And you can play with a, a level of anticipation that makes the game a lot easier. Trey, you've attended the offensive line mastermind summit. How often has Aaron Donald's name come up <laughs> during your time at camp? Uh, yeah, every year. Uh, you know, we talk about top elite guys. Uh, he's going to be one of those guys. Uh, you know, tremendous talent. What do you you're probably going to see a lot of them on Sunday. What do you need to be aware of against a guy like that? Yeah, uh, just have to be technically sound. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, he's a great competitor, great player. And, you know, when you have a great player, you got to be on your A game. Uh, but ultimately, you know, just got to work my technique and do what I do best. This, this franchise won 25 straight games in November and December. It goes back, obviously, before you got here. <laughs> Uh, but Patrick was talking about how, you know, you put a lot of time in early in training camp and then the coach maybe backs off the range a little bit and practices easier into the season. How much does that help you and the offensive line guys kind of manage your bodies and your energy for this time of year? Yeah, I think it helps a ton. I mean, we're getting hit every play. Uh, we're taking constant body blows, you know, in the trenches. But uh, being able to peel back and really focus and hone in your craft from a technical standpoint, uh, understanding the scheme, but being also uh, able to just go out there and play. You know, your body's a lot fresher. You're able to keep going. You're able to sustain longer. Uh, it pays off in dividends, you know. Well, Trey, uh, I guess this is Thanksgiving weekend. What are you most thankful for? And what Are you going to try to turducken too? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I won't have any uh, turducken. Uh, but I think ultimately, man, uh, thankful for my family, uh, thankful for my health, uh, thankful for you know my friends, and thankful for football. You know, being in this position I am today, uh, I have a lot of things in my life I can be thankful for. So, all right, thanks guys. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thanks, Greg.